You are listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish Podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God. Today we hear that Jesus is planning a quiet retreat for himself and his disciples. But you can be sure that that's not what's going to happen. Remember last week's gospel? Jesus sent out the disciples to preach and to heal. We are told they have now gathered together with Jesus and are making a report on their preaching mission. Jesus invites them to come with him to a deserted place and rest a while. It's time for a little R&R and a little prayer. Father Brian has just returned from his retreat, and I'm sure in the weeks to come, we'll be hearing a little about it. But Mark is not a gospel for resting. There is so much to do, there are so many people waiting. Mark was telling his early church not to measure themselves by worldly standards of success. Maybe that is why Jesus is trying to pull his disciples away from the popularity spotlight. Not so much to congratulate them on their first mission, but to instruct them more fully in the gifts of discipleship. Today we also heard the beloved 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. The promise of green pastures and restful waters may give us precious little time to rest before God leads us along the paths that include maybe a long dark, a long walk across the dark valley before we get to the Lord's banquet table. The psalm concludes, and I dwell in the house of the Lord for years to come. I've always loved that particular passage that speaks of God's house. Maybe it's because a home is is always an important place on which you build your foundation for family, your foundation for faith, your foundation for discipleship. For the first 15 years of my life, my family moved 22 times. It's hard to build any kind of foundation on the tire tracks of a moving van. The opportunity of discipleship phase with each new move, each new location, each new challenge. Both St. John Paul II and Pope Francis have spoken eloquently that a home is much more than a roof over one's head. Home is a place of security, safety, love, and yes, even comfort on problems. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, a German philosopher and pastor who lost his life opposing the Nazis, spoke of home as a kingdom of its own in the midst of the world, a stronghold amidst life's storms and stresses, a refuge, even a sanctuary. After our family had moved 22 times in 15 years, I met Barbara as a sophomore in a Catholic high school. 
she would become for the past 53 years my wife and partner. And during those 53 year, 58 years, we have moved. I said first time 53 years and I got a shake of the head from somebody in front. <laughs> during those 58 years, we've moved but only three times. And in those three moves, from Milwaukee to Seattle and here to Phoenix, we have been able to build a foundation for the family, a foundation of faith, a foundation for discipleship. Yet even with a secure roof over our heads, there are many who witness the silent crisis of the lack of affordable housing in our country. Organizations like St. Vincent de Paul, Habitat for Humanity, and so many others exist to find safety, security, and purpose and a foundation for their families. Tonight when you go to bed, look up at the ceiling above you. Say a little prayer for those who have no ceiling above them and ask God, what are you calling me to do? That's discipleship. That's Jesus calling us to be shepherds to those crying in the dark. The apostles have just returned from their first sojourn, and they are filled with stories of success. They're probably filled with a little bit of themselves, but that's okay. That's understandable. But Jesus wants to remind them that it's not just about them. It's about being present to those they meet. It's about the suffering. It's about hearing the cry of the poor. It's about loving your neighbor as yourself. It's about becoming a shepherd. Mark tells us the story of his just the facts, ma'am. He leaves us to find the meaning in each of his stories. The most telling sentence in this gospel this evening, maybe when Jesus saw the people looking for him and his heart was moved with pity, for they were like sheep without a shepherd. In early Greek, the language of pity is translated as compassion, a feeling that comes from the guts. The people of Jesus' time understood that the intestines is the seat of feelings, and the word pity infers that Jesus' gut were wrenched as he saw the crowd. This describes someone who cares for the other. Their feelings move from the inside to the outside. And as one saying goes, to be truly compassionate, when we see the other weep, we need to taste their tears. Have you ever been so moved that you literally tasted the other's tears? As parents, we may see our child in pain, be at the end of their first love as a 13-year-old or a serious illness of a child. And when they weep, we taste their tears. And as a spouse, we may helplessly watch a loved one suffer a life-threatening illness. And when they weep, we taste 
their tears. Each of us is called to carry Jesus' call to the, to carry out Jesus' call to the disciples. For we are sent out to teach, to heal, to love. We are called to taste the tears of those who are crying for help. Today's gospel ends with Jesus embarking and seeing the vast crowd. And his heart was moved with pity, for they were like sheep without a shepherd. So here's a question. Are you called to be a sheep? Are you called to be a shepherd? Do people look to you for direction, for guidance, for a moral compass? If we are truly responsible for one another, and we certainly are, can we stand confidently before this great shepherd himself when he asks, when others call, have you answered? On the flip side, who is your shepherd? In using the metaphor of a shepherd, Jesus suggests that much of who we are, who we are becoming, and who we may owe is to others. If thinking of your shepherd fills you with gratitude, where would you be? Who would you have become without them? Of course, one person's shepherd is another sheep. Some people may lead us, and sometimes we lead others. So who are the shepherds in your lives? Or are you a shepherd to someone else? Whichever you are, remember that old saying, if we are truly compassionate when we see the others weep, we taste their tears. Thank you for listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God.